0: Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on writing for business and read between the lines of effective
1: copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line. We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the
0: myths about how we should write and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational and creative, while also being high impact for serious
1: results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together. Hi, and welcome to Cracking Copy. Today we're going to be introducing the idea of different formulas and frameworks that you can apply to your writing. And this did come about in response to some feedback we had from our first show. So I'm here with Minnie McBride. I'm Ella Hoyos, and there's quite a lot to this topic when you dig into it. This is the start of um, a little mini series, and we're going to dive into it in a few different podcast episodes. Now, we know you're busy, so we're keeping it as short as we can. And I think it was the American advertising copywriter, Eugene Schwartz, author of a book called Breakthrough Advertising in the 1960s, who first said, you know, copy isn't written, it's assembled. For me, that was a big light bulb moment. It's like, yes, um, there's a way to piece together your copy. Um, You don't need to write it from scratch, necessarily, if you've got a framework. Um, to follow. It does make the process easier. So today we're going to explore what this actually means and of course if you are marketing your business you need to write promotional copy and sales literature um, or you know you commission someone to write it for you and there's no escaping writing, it's a key skill. But let's dig into what we mean by assembling copy and that your writing is structured to serve a specific purpose. So whatever you're writing for your business, you're most likely to have a goal associated with a task. And if you're not sure what that goal is, then think about it before you start. You know, what is the point? And what are you trying to say with this piece of writing? What you what do you want to achieve? You know, are you trying to entertain? Um, is you educating or informing your reader? Or is it to build brand awareness, generate leads, persuade, change somebody's perception, or to sell something? And once you can get clear on what you want to say, your goal, it then becomes a question of how you're going to say it and what format you'll use to say say that piece. So there are different types of writing and they can be loosely grouped into two main categories, um, long form writing and short form writing. And each category would have different formulas and frameworks associated with it. Um, There is some transferability. Um, these frameworks can apply across the board, but um, we'll 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 talk about them in two parts, really. But we'll help. These frameworks can help structure your writing for greater impact. So, what do we mean by long form and short form copy? Um, the length of your content might rely on the following: um, number one, constraints. For example, a character count or a word count. So, many Instagram captions. Would you say? Um, there. Yeah, definitely, cuz you're given a really yeah. I mean quite often cuz I
0: you know blab on. <laughs> um I will find that I go over my character limit and so I can't publish. So yeah, you do definitely have to keep within those
1: constraints and
0: so yeah, it's definitely a short form.
1: Yeah, and Twitter has got its own Twitter's quite famous for having a 280 character constraint and you can only write little sound bites really. Um, But the length of your content might rely on um, the interest and the education and the value it brings. Um, Certain topics need more explanation Um, and they need to be planned and executed properly. So frameworks and structures can be different. but there are frameworks and style that you can apply to all of your writing, whether it's long form or short form. And I think when we talk about long form co- content, we're generally thinking sort of over 2000 words and short form writing under 300 words. Um, and then the content with word count in between can be classed as either, depending on its purpose and its aim. Um, so there are some longer emails, for example.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a whole sort of gap in the middle, isn't it between yeah. between what we're what we're saying is short form. If we're saying short form is under three hundred, and long form is over two thousand, there is that bit in the middle,
1: isn't there? Yeah, it's quite a wide gap as well. But you know, maybe you know, let's just get into the frameworks now and talk about about some of those. So, what what do we mean um, by short form? Well, as I said earlier, it's it's can be defined as
0: brief, smackable content, which is under around about Mm. under 250 300 words. And its aim is to help readers become aware of you, your company, product, and services, or it might be copy written directly to sell. So when we were talking in um a previous episode about the difference between content writing and copywriting, when we're talking about short form, it can be both. So you you know you've got an Instagram caption which which is content writing and then you've got a google ad which is copywriting and but both of them are short form Mm um so more examples we got so yeah what we've got social media so short we've got social media status updates and captions tweets you mentioned yeah
1: bios biographies
0: yeah i mean again you know bios um then of course short blogs or atomic essays uh you know, those would be short form if they're very short and sweet, uh, some email um, landing pages and even something like a, an infographic, you know, that's just like a diagram. You would you would you would uh, class that as short form. Yeah. So short form might be content designed designed to um inform educate or entertain or it might be copy designed specifically to convert. Yeah.
1: The aim I think is to keep it simple and memorable with one idea this is the key thing one idea to one reader <laughs> it explains what you're wanting to say quickly and succinctly.
0: Yeah so there's no point in shoving and stuffing your short form copy with a whole load of ideas because it just won't work. Yes yeah. so we've got some short form writing tips. So, I am going to just give you a little list actually. So, what you need to uh, think about when you're writing short form is number one, um, which we went into some depth actually in the last episode, is to need to know your audience really, really well. You need to know what kind of content they will respond to. You need to be very clear on the goal that you have in mind. So, what do you actually want the reader to do? so you've got one idea and one goal that you actually want this copy so do you want them to um so if it's content do you want them to reply with a you know some engagement or you've asked them a question or do you actually want them to do something do you want them to press a download button or buy here or you know you've got to be succinct and very clear mm-hmm. um importantly know that you're writing for the reader and not for yourself so mm-hmm. and it's really it it is crucial but it's quite easy isn't it to sort of think about what what you want rather than what the reader wants yeah the message you're trying
1: to get across as opposed to the thing that they want they'll need to hear from you
0: exactly and because of the character so often with a character constraint you know you've got to make every single word count so taking out all the superfluous words like really and you know very very, I mean, there's a whole, God, we could, we could do a podcast on that, Ella, couldn't we? Oh, on, yeah, filler um, totally. yeah,
1: words. words. Yeah.
0: <laughs> words. Well. And most importantly, as we have said, one idea only. So, most short form will typically have either a compelling headline or a hook. It will have some kind of description or story that will engage the reader. And it must be interesting or designed to educate or inform or persuade, um, depending on it on what it is. And then you will always finish with
1: some kind of call to action. Yeah, that's so what do you want the, per- the reader to do next? You know, tell them, yeah. <laughs> point them in the right direction, give them a signpost. Exactly. So in terms of um, formulas and frameworks,
0: let's have a little bit of think here about style framework. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're creating content, whether it's short or long, Um, One thing that you really need to think about is making your writing skimmable.
1: And there's a three second skim test, isn't there, that you can do, Ella? Yeah. So when people read um, something online, they're they're going to spend about three seconds, three precious seconds, looking at it before they make the decision whether to carry on reading or not. I do this all the time and we're not all skimmers, but a lot of readers are, and especially in the online space, you've got a lot of content to get through. So you'll skim the headline, you'll read the first sentence, the hook, and any subheadings that are in bold will stand out to you or any text that stands out to you. So you just whiz through it, you make a mental note whether this piece is worth your time and investment and you'll go back. So if it's spaced out and easy to digest and the topic is interesting, then um, the reader will go back and start to read it in more detail um, but they make the decision based on that first initial skim and so this this skimmability of your writing is where you can engage the reader quickly
0: yeah or, and three or... seconds three seconds is really not very long um for the human brain to decide whether
1: whether what you've written yeah, is it's... worth investing more time it's oh. it's 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 a snap judgment, isn't it? It's a snap yeah. judgment. Yeah, but that is what we're—that is the challenge as writers that we're faced with. That people are going to have a quick glance, and it, either something grabs them by their ghoulies or they move on. Um, yeah. So, but it's the same
0: with shot with um, short form and long form,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, isn't it? Whether you know if, if you've written an article, if if your you know your headings and your subheadings are not going to spark joy yeah. <laughs> to the reader, then read they're just not going to. Yeah, as Mary Kondo would say. Yeah, they're not going to have it, are they? They're just going to say, "Oh, I'm
1: not going to that's boring. I'm not going to, you know, that's or, or that's not relevant to me. I'm not going to read it." So all well, all this stuff it happens subconsciously, doesn't it? It just happens in the blink of an eye. And they're not even really thinking about it, the reader. They're just scrolling, moving through. Letting yeah, messages wash over them and content wash over them. So it's about finding that those those headlines and, and spending the most time really when you're writing on crafting those really good headlines and subheadings and really good first sentence hook um that's going to keep that reader moving through your work um and keep them sticking around as well to read the whole piece
0: yeah i mean i was gonna just mention some short form constraints actually i'm i mean i've got a list here but i think we'll put them in the show notes because i think that'd be quite useful but you know your instagram bio in order for in your Instagram that you're writing, you've only got a really short amount of it's 150 characters or something, mm-hmm. in order for you to say what you do uh, in a succinct um way that is going to be engaging enough for somebody actually to, to actually hit though, oh yeah, I want to follow this person. So that's mm-hmm. really short. And and Twitter, as you said, only 280 characters. So to get a message across or an idea across you know you have to be able
1: to write really quite succinctly. Mm. Um, it's great practice actually um, to get you know it's great practice being on Twitter. And as a writer, um, I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm in love with Twitter as a writing tool because actually it does force you to be very intentional about your language. Um, and yes, there are there are ways to elongate what you say on Twitter through Twitter threads and things like that. but it's a great it's a great practice tool. Um, it is, yeah, it is. Yeah. And, you know, Definitely. the Sun newspaper, I remember this, you know, that they, um, the art of re- writing a tabloid, being a tabloid journalist, it's actually quite a skill. Where you read it and it's written for, you know, the average reading age, which I think is about 12 years old. So it's written at a very, uh, it makes it written <laughs> in a way that's very easy to understand. But actually there's a real skill to writing in an uncomplicated way where you can really communicate a message um simply yeah. and concisely yeah I <laughs> should, all be, some, should all be some journalists for yeah some absolutely point. only the best journalists make it to the tabloids you know um and it might not appear that way on first glance but there's a real art to to that so yeah we'll in the show notes we'll we'll put the up-to-date um info on on how many characters each each platform requires um linkedin is different it's got loads of places for content for example um your status updates can be up to 1300 characters Uh, but if you're publishing an article or um you can have a lot longer so yeah lots of lots of places to be doing long and, and short form So, um, as we discussed before, there are in-between lengths between short form, 300 words and long form, which is longer lengths. But when we think about longer length articles, and I think of this as magazine features, as opposed to a news story, for example, you know, with digital content and our waning attention spans, you might define long form copy as being anything that's over a thousand words, um, which is a couple of pages of A4, basically. But its aim is to take a deep dive into a particular topic and to explore a range of arguments or ideas um, which need fleshing out with examples and um, storytelling as well, so that you can fully get your messages across and to be fully understood by the reader. Um, So where can you publish long form pieces? Well, on social, uh, things like LinkedIn articles and Instagram guides, uh, certainly blogs, social blogs through Medium or TypeShare, um, or website blogs on your own website um, emails you have unlimited length so you can make them long or short and then things like sales pages where you're selling um, a course or a product online um, sales pages can go into quite a lot of detail they usually they're sectioned again into different areas but they can be up to 3,000 words in length and then you've got ebooks of course reports course contents workbooks Uh, lead magnets and opt-ins so there's there's lots of there's lots of places to have you know there's lots of ways to put your long form content out there and some of the advantages of, of using this form of copywriting is it's to do with the page rank on google and search engine optimization so backlinko found that websites with a high amount of time spent on their site reading longer pieces of text or consuming the content are more likely to rank highly on search engines and in search engine page results or SERPs as they're known and then a blog survey by Orbit Media uh, last year 2021 which interviewed over a thousand world-class bloggers found that its longer form content is gaining traction with um with the average word count at about 1400 words so the author of this report Andy Christoda made a point worth repeating that every post should be as long as necessary to cover the topic completely and not one word longer. So don't write long form for the sake of writing it long stuff. But if you've got a lot to say and you can say it concisely, um, you know, that's it flesh it out, you know, writing concisely is the key to success. I think here, because as we've already ascertained, you know, readers don't have time to stick around for waffle. No, they don't. But if it's really useful, you know, if it's really useful, then, and you say it's
0: it's uh, concise succinct and, and useful then then you know that you could probably write any
1: number you know you write a book mm. and people will still read it yeah of course and, and to make it entertaining as well is another reason people stick around but most bloggers or professional bloggers will spend roughly four hours crafting a blog post and that's you know that's roughly twice as long as they used to um, when this survey started eight years ago and i think the reason for that is people ex- expecting higher quality now and they won't settle for less if the content isn't very well written if it's not very good um if it loses you halfway through then that's it you're gone you haven't got time to stick around There's somebody else has written something better around the corner and google will help you find it and <laughs> there are ways and means yeah. so you know that four hours crafting a blog post the So, quality is important to the reader, and there's a clear correlation with the time spent and the success of the post, you know. Um, Readers are wanting content-rich, well-written blogs now. They'll also get frustrated if the key messages that you're trying to get across are hidden at the end of your piece of copy. So, get your hooks in early, um, give your reader signposts, and we talked about skimmability, and then you can expand on these points as you go. So what do we, so blog writing length, so you you said basically, didn't you, that the perfect,
0: um, according to research, the perfect number of words is 1400. Um, So how much should you write? You know, we do, I do get asked, it's how long should it be? So a shorter post of a thousand words or less should answer a specific question. Um, One, maybe one particular question, and it should take, you know, one to two hours to write Whereas um, a mid-length post, so gosh, yeah, two and a half thousand words, yeah, perhaps should be used for topics with a broader appeal. Uh, so you would perhaps, you know, you'd have more than one point that you're making. You'd be making several points and that will take obviously quite a lot longer to write. So there's quite a lot more investment of your time. So, you know, four to six hours probably. In order to write a blog post of that length. And then mm-hmm. if you're looking for something really much longer, so you could be writing like quite a long, maybe case study or much longer article, perhaps over three and a half thousand words, then you're looking that to cover major topics and probably lots of different points of view. And then you're looking at that taking well the best part of a day (laughs) to write
1: yeah absolutely but you know what you can do with that it, it seems like a lot doesn't it when you think about it but actually once you've got those pieces and you've had that critical thinking and you've done the research and you've written the post you can do so much with that you can repurpose it you can cut it and chop it and change it into little pieces segments um and again another episode on our podcast we will talk about repurposing content because there's so much you can do you know you can write it once but you know publish it forever say the same thing um in in many ways and and that's how you'll get more mileage out of it and value so all this time researching and writing these longer pieces that is a good investment as long as it's in line with your business and your you know what your key messages are it's a good investment of time.
0: Yeah, it's never going to be it's never going to be wasted time if it's useful, you know, if it's useful content, basically.
1: Yeah. So other, you know, just coming around, just rounding this off, but other types of long form copy include sales pages and some emails. And if you're selling a high ticket offer, um, you might be looking at about 6000 words. I think I said 3000 words earlier, but actually it can be much longer than that. It depends how much detail you want to go into. But if you're selling a high ticket offer, then often. The customer that your ideal buyer needs um, needs answers to those questions and they if you can structure your sales page in a way that people can get the gist of it in a short while but actually they might need to dig deeper so you'd have more more words to introduce your offer set the scene, add your social proof and testimonials, um, any case studies there and you want to explore all the features and benefits of your proposed solution. And you'll consider the alternatives, you know, what happens if they don't take you up on this offer. Um, you'd look at the price and the warranty and the, any guarantee that comes with the program or the product. And ultimately, you're selling your service to the reader and you want to have the level of detail available to those who want to dig a bit deeper. And to make that writing digestible, you'll make the use of a full, you know, formatting tools at your disposal, graphic design features boxes to break up blocks of text obviously images and headlines and um, section breaks plenty of white space and uh, cross headers as well yeah you can't just have one block of 6000 words of copy because no one
0: just like no one is going to read that
1: yeah that's just Whether
0: a- it's a it, they just won't
1: instant and death
0: <laughs> it's yeah instant death but it's interesting isn't it if you um you know i do keep quite a lot of the 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 emails that I do receive and and you're right some of them are extremely long (laughs) you're scrolling through trying to find the you know you want to find out how much it is (laughs) but Mm. quite often they don't tell you until the Mm. very end so you're scrolling through but it is you know you're right there's infographics and images and white space so yeah Yeah, so what are your
1: biggest long form writing tips do you think okay um yeah so to help structure longer form writing um, number one, you know, form your paragraphs into comprehensible sections. Um, so write in short blocks of text, not big long wall. Uh, section off your main ideas. Um, make sure your thoughts are organized and you can use Google Docs and things for formatting thoughts. Make full use of like um, their heading option. you can you can choose whether something's a title, subtitle, heading three, four, five, or normal text. Um, So you can use that formatting to really help organise your thoughts. Um, Describe the so what of each section. What is the point that you're trying to make? Why are you writing it? Always have a goal uh, for each section of what you want um, the outcome to be. Um, Keep a conversational tone throughout your piece. Really important. Uh, Don't make it too office speak. I've had a friend who once said to me when I sent her an email, Oh, Ellie, you sound so office, love. (laughs) I laughed, oh, but no. you know, the point was I was speaking in to a friend in my uh, usual work speak and uh, it, it wasn't, it didn't wash. <laughs> she didn't like it. No, no, she didn't like <laughs> it. But It was just a reminder. I always, I always think of that. Um, do I sound too office here? Um, hook your reader with an engaging introduction. Really important. Spend a bit of time after you've got it all out on paper. Go back to the introduction and just work that section. It will pay off dividends. And then add visuals, you know, I, I like to think in words and pictures, because now, particularly writing online, writing in the digital space, um, the two things go together, design and copy. So you need to think about that.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I think, God, we've covered loads today, haven't we? Um, yeah. Absolutely loads. So, right, let's come up with a conclusion. So in conclusion, with long form and short form, you do need to know what you're writing and what the purpose of each piece of content is and you need to be aware that the different pieces of writing might require just like a slightly different treatment a slightly different framework and and goal what we're going to be talking about in the next uh, couple of podcasts um we're going to talk more about copy formulas so Mm. for example one of the most um Recognizable ones is ADA, AIDA, A I D A, so attention, interest, desire, action. So we're going to look at a few formulas that that might help you because I think sometimes when you're writing these, it really helps to have a formula to, to, just to help you to get your your message across in a in a really structured and also really effective
1: way. Yeah, I came across a new um, formula um, as well very recently called D O S, which stands for desire, objection, solution, and uh, I would love to go through that one as well. Yeah, system. no, that yeah. sounds good. So we'll definitely we'll definitely be,
0: be covering that and others. Um so top tips, top mm-hmm. tips, Ella. So I'm I would say one, so uh, I would say study other people's content. Oh yeah, yeah. Um what, yeah, was, what was it that yeah, what was it that made you read their caption and not someone else's? Why did you read one mail, one email and
1: and and not another? Yeah. I mean, I tend to bookmark them now. I think you've got a little folder as well, haven't you? Where um, if you see something good and uh, uh, to keep it, save it. And um, can you spot a framework in there as well when you're reading it? Can you spot the structure that they might have used to write that piece of copy? And yeah, I think that's it for today. So we're going to wrap up and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Thank you. You have been listening to the Cracking Copy podcast with Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride. Don't miss out on future episodes by making
0: sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts. And more details
1: and resources are in our show notes. So we'll see you next time.